Well, hi there. Thanks for hanging out with us as we kick off another weekend. It's another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And as you know, we've been going through a series of uh, episodes about why Jesus came, because there were specific um, reasons that he told us that he came. And so that's what we've been dealing with off and on here on the show. And today we're going to talk about the fact that Jesus came to show forth the truth. And Adam has our, our introductory verse. From Matthew 10, verses 34 through 35. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And the reason I bring this up, and, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm very seriously contemplating doing a whole podcast um, just on uh, the way we as Christians should respond to cultural expectations, because I, because I see people saying, well, God is love, he wouldn't be hateful, but the thing is, what people consider hateful is us bringing forth the truth of the scripture. And what Jesus was saying when he was saying, I come not to bring peace but a sword, he wasn't saying that he didn't want to bring peace. After all, this is the same person who said to the disciples, peace be unto you. But what he was saying is, because I come speaking the truth, I'm going to divide families. Because there's going to be people that no matter how hard you try or how much you wish they would, they will not embrace the truth. And so we need to be aware of that and be ready to stand for the truth no matter what. Uh, and I also, and, and again, I'll elaborate on a, more on a future episode, but I had a, I had a friend um, say that he was glad that his Savior was a weirdo and that he hung out with poor people and and all this stuff that sounded good, but then at the end... He was like, Jesus was a liberal. And he tried to use the Bible to back up all of his liberal ideologies. So I think it's important for us to unpack a little bit of that as we go forward and talk about some of the the cultural misconceptions about uh, the scripture, which we will in a future episode. But I just bring that out as a springboard. Um, So the first aspect of Jesus coming to show forth the truth, is that Jesus is full of truth. And Adam has the scripture for us. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's John 1, 14. So Jesus could not help but bring forth the truth because he was full of truth. That His very essence was truth. And, and we'll see this idea repeated later in the episode, but Jesus was full of grace and truth. Now the grace uh, is important because the grace in, in many ways means that he would deliver the truth in a graceful way. And it means that he would be understanding of our imperfections, but he still show, show told forth the truth because without the truth, we would die in our sins. We wouldn't have any hope. Um, so sometimes people, in their attempts to be loving, 
to unbelievers, they fail to share the truth. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that ever said of the Speaking Firm podcast. We have a responsibility to share the truth, and we take it very seriously. And uh, so, and because Jesus was full of truth and his essence was truth, he went throughout the land speaking the truth. No matter how annoyed it got um, the people around him. There were times when they wanted to stone him, multiple times when they wanted to stone him, at least once when they wanted to throw him off a cliff. Um, and they wanted to, they tried to arrest him several times before they actually did, because even though they thought they were in control, he actually was fully in control at all times. So our next aspect is Jesus calls us to worship him in truth. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. That's from John 4, verses 23 through 24. So because he is full of truth, he must be worshipped in spirit and truth. We, we must believe the truth and embrace the truth in order to, to worship him. Um, if we don't have the foundation of truth, um, if we don't believe the right things about Jesus, then we are not true worshipers. It's like I was saying in the example earlier. Um, you can look at all, all the stuff he did and, and interpret it um, a certain way and say, well, Jesus would just love everybody and he wouldn't, say mean things or he wouldn't condemn them but the reality is that if that was the case he never would have hung on a cross he didn't hung on, uh, hang on the cross by giving everybody warm fuzzies he hung on the cross because often in his attempt to show his love he had to do the exact opposite which is give people bad news so i think it's important to keep that in mind adam do you have any thoughts on these first two aspects i think especially on on worship um a lot of times we associate worship with like singing and hands in the air and praising which is worship don't get me wrong but i think when we're living in his truth and that pleases god that is the ultimate form of worship when you embrace the truth when you embrace his law and to never back down from that i mean that's what really really is praising him it, it's a it's a lifestyle it's not just a moment or uh, a couple of prayer circles or at church, but it's it's totally a lifestyle of living out the truth to, to please him and to lead others to him. That is very true. And then the next thing that we want to cover here is um, the truth will set you free, Adam. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's John eight thirty two. Um, and I think this is this is so key, especially in today's culture of moral relativism or whatever feels good is right. Uh, we see a lot of chaos around us. And we wonder why there's so much violence, why there's so much looting. Uh, people that oppose, people in opposition on political fronts are often choosing violence as the answer. Uh, why is this? It's because uh, we don't have a moral standard. Um, Jesus gives us the truth um, it tells us to respect those in authority and and pray for kings and to realize that uh, the heart of kings is in the hand of the Lord and he'll turn 
he will turn it however he needs to. You know, these are things we need to know. And and when we when we come to the truth about ourselves, which is that we are nothing and that we uh, can't live um, without him, then we accomplish, uh, we are able to accomplish great things because we get out of the way and he and he comes in and does a cleanup job, uh, does a fixer-upper job, if you will, um, and makes things new, and then we are able to be used as vessels for him. But until we come to the truth that we are helpless without him, we can't be helped. So, all right, and our next uh, aspect is the world will not believe the truth. Also staying in the book of John eight forty five, and because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. All right, and this is another key thing because you know a lot of them people say speak the truth in love, and they say that we as Christians need to be loving. Uh, but my experience has been a lot of times when I when I speak a truth, um, specifically on social media, people will accuse me of being a hater. Even though I didn't do it from the spirit of of hate, I did it from the spirit of love. I did it from the spirit from the spirit of sharing the truth that that was my only goal. But because it's something that that people don't like, they consider it hate. And uh, Jesus is basically saying the same thing here. Um, I'm speaking the truth, but you don't believe me. Basically, if you've never read the Book of John. Uh, it's it's basically set up like this. Somebody asks Jesus who he is. He says who he is. They get mad at him for saying who he is. Then a little while later they ask him again, who are you? And he says who he is. And they get mad at him for saying who he is. And then somebody asks again, and he says who he is, and they get mad. And it's just a vicious cycle, which ends with the cross. And so... And he also said, if the world hated you, or if the world hates you, just remember that it hated me first. That's what that's what he often said. That's what he said to his disciples. So I think this is a good reminder for us. Uh, we have one more, but before we do the final one, Adam, on these last two points, do you have any thoughts? It's so tough when, like, I know we all have someone in our life who maybe is not living the best lifestyle and you want to, like, sit them down or maybe shake them at their shoulders, whatever approach you choose to take. <laughs> and you want to be like, hey, look, this is not a good this is not a good path you're on. And, 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 and I wanted I want to help you away from this and, and point you towards God, which is the truth. And the hard thing is when they resist or when they be like, well, it's not it's not your business. It's not your life because it stings. Right. And, and I just want to encourage someone who's listening just to. Stay strong with the truth, and and like Jesus Himself said, that they're not gonna they're not gonna believe you. But I think that's what connects back to living out the truth by worshiping God in your lifestyle. Because even if your words don't get through, actions speak louder than words. And I feel like that is really what can pierce people's hearts, like God has commanded us to do. So, but it's hard. It's hard waiting, and it's hard watching someone go down that road, especially when you know what those actions are going to consequence wise bring to them, but just staying strong with the truth and just praying that they see it too. is it's tough, but it's necessary. Amen. Amen. 
Well, we have one final uh, point that we want to bring out, and that is Jesus sent us the spirit of truth. From John fifteen twenty six. But when the comforter is, has come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. So when Jesus left this earth after his resurrection, he uh, sent the Holy Spirit um, to be a minister to us in his absence, in his physical absence. The Holy Spirit uh, guides us into truth and shows us the way. And uh, I'm so glad for that um, because without the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't be able to put on this, this podcast because the things... There may be some things that aren't worth listening to on the show. I'm sure in <clears throat> in four and a half years, we don't hit the mark every time. But when we do hit the mark, it's because our endeavor is for this show to be about Jesus. Uh, as I've said several times in this new year of 2017, we're not here because we have it all together. We're here because we know who can put it all together, and that, and that is Jesus. So I just want to encourage you that Jesus has given us his Holy Spirit so that uh, we can uh, be guided into all truth and learn the word of God and things that didn't make sense to us um, at a certain time can make sense to us now because we have the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I also wanted to mention to you in closing that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes... Um, to the Father except by me. He said, I am the truth. And it's interesting that when he was going to the cross, Pilate said, what is truth? And the truth was standing right next to him. Um, and so I, I just find that to be a very mm -hmm. interesting picture uh, that, that the God of this world blinded Pilate so that he didn't even realize that the answer to his question was standing right there. All right, Adam, before we close, do you have any additional thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with this week just to stay strong stay strong in in living the truth and sharing the truth and even if you're ridiculed or even as bad as persecuted for it just remember that you know the one who went through it on the cross he knows how it goes so he's always there to help us and to comfort us in those times so stay strong that is absolutely true and and we hope that this look at at jesus being a of uh uh, coming to share the truth, uh, Jesus coming to show forth the truth uh, has been a blessing to you. Um, if you'd like to, you are more than welcome to download this podcast and any podcast in this series uh, free of charge and share with your family and friends offline and most definitely direct them to um, our website, speakingforhim.com or any of the streaming places that are mentioned at the end of the show about how to listen. We would definitely appreciate your feedback as well. And that information is going to roll uh, in just a moment. But I just wanted to leave you with this, that Jesus is the truth and he will guide you as you trust him. That's all I have for this week. But just remember uh, to have a great weekend and keep serving.
the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 